plan, protect, and preserve so you can have peace of mind. That's the motto of Steve Davis of Davis Wealth Management, your host of Your Healthy Retirement. On this podcast, we'll strive to teach you about comprehensive financial lifestyle planning, the importance of minimizing taxes, the keys to leaving a legacy, building an income plan, and properly managing your wealth now and well into the future. Joining Steve Davis are the hosts of Good Morning New Hampshire on 107.7 The Pulse, Peter St. James, and Pat Kelly. So I know today you want to talk about something that I want to know about and I don't know about, and I don't think a lot of people know about it. That's about Medicare. Yeah, it's. A, I, I think they Medicare, Medicaid. Yeah, we we get confused. It's all the same. Everybody thinks, and they misuse the terms a lot. Yeah. So. So which one is Medicare? Medicare is going to be your health care supplements. You know how you pay for your daily ongoing. Once you leave your company, yep. this is your health insurance. Well, I thought I had to buy health insurance. Well. Let's just start to break it down. Yeah, see, I'm confused. Yeah. Okay. So, first of all, automatically, yep. if you're collecting Social Security already, okay. you're automatically going to be enrolled into Medicare. But so what if you're, if you're still working? Great question. Aha. So, if you're still working- Yep. And you have a company insurance policy. You're not going to enroll, but you're going to let them know if you're 65, so there's there's enrollment periods that you have oh. for Medicare. Okay. So the three enrollment periods, the initial enrollment period, it's seven months. So it's three months before you turn 65. Okay. When you turn 65. Got it. Three months after you turn oh, okay. 65, okay. you can still enroll. Okay. So, so there are no penalties, no nothing. No nothing. Okay, good. General enrollment becomes January 1st to March 31st each year. So if you don't enroll in those time frames of your 65th birthday, right. then they can actually add on surcharges that can come into play Ooh. and may apply. So even though you may not be taking Medicare, right. you want to enroll during those time periods. Okay, so now let me, what I'm hearing you say is if I do it the month I turn 65, and say, I don't want it, I'm still working. Correct. And they go, okay, fine, great, great, great. And then nine months later, I'm out of a job. Correct. Then I go back in. I'm not going to have to pay a penalty because I already said, hey. You, you signed up. Yeah. Okay. That's and, and, and your employer can do that for you. Okay. Oh, okay. That's special enrollment. Any time while covered under a current employer plan through the end of the eighth month following your separation. Okay. So you have time to do okay. that. Okay. Okay. Cool. So, so. And that's a big thing. I just don't want to pay the penalty thing. Yeah, because most people are pushing retirement out further to 66, 67, 68. Yeah. So, but you want to make sure you you basically get enrolled. Therefore, no surcharges will apply when you actually jump into the system. I would think the government would like the fact that people are working longer because it's not putting more of a strain on the system. It's less stress. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So then once you go through that process okay and understanding once you enroll there's going to be the part b that and i'll break down with, yeah, okay. with what all that is so there's going to be a reduction of your social security benefit check okay right now it's between 135 and 461 a month based on your last 24 months of income oh okay okay so when that gets reduced out of your social security when you start taking it. Okay. So 
Medicare is really designed to pay 50% of your medical costs. 50%? 50%. Okay. So you have two parts. You have part A, which is inpatient hospital. It's included in your benefits as long as your spouse and you have 40 quarters. So either your spouse or you have to have 40 quarters of working. Got it. Got it. Okay. So, so when I when I file for Social Security, I, they're automatically going to give me part A? Part A is part of it. And I don't pay for that. That's just. That's, that's it. part of it. Okay. Correct. That's okay. Then part B. No, which, oh, hold on. Hang on. Okay. Hang on. Does that pay for the whole hospitalization or only no, no, 50%? Nope, only 50%. Got it. Okay. There's going to be deductibles okay. Okay. when we get into that. All right. Part B is doctor's visits, medical services, and these premiums cost between, like I said, 135 and 461 which comes out of your Social Security okay. based on your 24 months. So your Social Security, what comes out of your Social Security check covers 50% of the cost. Okay. Now you have these other costs where you actually say, okay, what am I going to do and how am I going to solve for that? And that's part C, and it's a Medicare supplement insurance or a Medigap insurance coverage, and this covers your out-of-pocket expenses. Okay. That's the other 50%. Okay. Okay. These are the things that are not covered between parts A and B, okay? Okay. So, for example, if you got a plan F, which is the most popular plan in a Medicare supplement plan, okay. and so you're going to pay for that out of pocket. Yep. Uh, plan Ball, ballpark. Uh, two hundred, a hundred, two hundred seventy, two eight. I don't, you know, okay. ballpark. I'm just looking at ballpark. Yeah. Okay. One of the things I'll mention is, and I've always said, you know, this is all part of your retirement planning process. Yeah. Knowing this portion of it, and for that reason, we have someone in our office, Deb, who works on this. There you go. Yep. And that's what she focuses on is helping people understand the whole Medicare enrollment process, what all the different plans are, what's out there, what's available, what are the costs. Let's see, what you're doing to me is, A, you're scaring me, uh, because let's say you're going to get 1800 a month, Social Security. Yep. Okay. Now back out 135 Yeah. Back that out. Yep. Then you want the additional coverage. Correct. Back that out. Oh, I'm sorry. And your income tax, because this is income, back that out. Well, you, you could be potentially taxed on the Social Security based on income thresholds. But yeah. I, but but the, well, these are the things we look at. Well, but all of a sudden, the eighteen hundred. You're saying I'm getting eighteen hundred a month. Okay, you start backing stuff out. Yeah, it's no, not, you're and, not. And that is one of the biggest misnomers of people who come and sit down in my office, and I look at them and I go, "How much are you getting for Social Security?" Yep. Then we go through this process, and they go. Wow. Yeah. I got nothing. I got, yeah, I, I yeah. really got to do some planning. Here. There you go. And you're better off looking at these numbers earlier than later. Makes sense. Yeah. Yep. So part C, you're going to, you know, I was talking about the plan F and what it covers. So it's, it's the coinsurance cost between A and B. Uh, the costs are extended, you know, extended hospital and part A. So once you're in a hospital and your extended stay, goes beyond the time that's covered yep. then it starts to come out of your pocket unless you have one of these gap insurances that will cover extended stays in now, hospitals now this part f you said is really popular it's plan f plan f. Plan, i'm sorry plan f yes does that mean i don't have to go get coverage from a private insurer correct okay so i can buy i can opt for this instead of going out and well, this, shopping around this is what you're going to do anyway once oh, you, you read the, yeah you're going to look at one okay. of the medic medicare supplement plans okay. you're going to look at one of those okay and then there's the medicare advantage program which is 
tends to be a little bit cheaper. So the Medigap plans and the Medicare Advantage plans, some of the differences on these. Okay. If you plan to travel a lot in retirement. Like Hooksett, Nashua? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Hooksett, Nashua. Yeah. Hey, maybe even the White Mountains. Now you're really Ooh, moving on. Okay. I know, I know. All right. But uh, you're talking like Cabo, the Caribbean, to, Europe. Or, no, no. Oh, I'm okay. talking, you know, you go out to Montana. Oh, okay. Las okay. Vegas. Okay, cool. Now- you're out of network. So the Medicare Advantage Got plans, it. usually you're in network only, which means wherever your doctors are. Once you leave that network, now you're running into problems. Oh. So this is where you want to sit down with people and say, you know, we sit down with our clients and say, what are your plans for retirement? What do they look like? Are, do you plan to go away once a year, twice a year? Do you want medical coverage? Talk to Deb. She'll explain to you what the differences are. Okay. Uh, okay. And then I'll tell you, the nice thing about the whole Medicare supplement plan thing is the state insurance department has what providers. So plan F is the same plan F for everybody. Plan G, H, whatever plans there are, they're the same for everybody. What you're basically looking at is what they cover, number one. Yeah. And number two, what they cost. Bingo. So Deb helps navigate you through that process and all that's, you know, We'll show you what the cost are. And I'm sure once it's all laid out, we're, we're pretty smart. We can go, I want that one. Yeah, correct. But right now, it's like FG and, and out of pocket and out of network. And what the what hell deductible, are you talking oh, about? And what deductibles yeah. do they cover? Do they cover the Part A deductible, the Part B deductible? Uh, you yeah. want to know what everything costs. And you don't want to find out what you're laying in the hospital. No, that's the last <laughs> that's, time. And it's like, this is out of pocket? Uh-oh. Yeah, that that's the last thing you want to yeah, do. You want you, so you want to make sure you're doing proactive planning when it comes to the whole Medicare thing. Now, you also have the ability. So there's also the Part C that you have the uh, supplemental drug subscription Part D. Okay. So Part D plan covers different drug programs. Am I paying for that or is that free? No, you're paying for I'm that. Paying for that. So okay. what you want to do, and if you came to our office, Deb would sit down with you and say, okay, what prescriptions are you taking? Right. We can go on the government website and find out. They'll tell you, based on the drugs you take, who offers you the cheapest Part D plan. Oh, okay. Okay? Yep. Now, if your supplement plans and your Part D plan, you've signed up for them four or five years ago, and maybe your premiums went up or this or that, and you want to shop it, you can. If you want to make changes, it's between October 15th okay. and December 7th of every year. Oh, so we're in the window right now. You're in the window I right now. Okay. So if you want to make those changes, yep. you want to contact someone and start doing your research on, okay, if I got this plan and I want to change to this plan, do I save any money? Or maybe you're not traveling as much right. and you want to switch over to an Advantage Care plan. So what happens if I want to make this change on June 23rd? You're not going to do it well. Does it cost me more, or they they're won't only let allowing me? the open? Okay. They're only okay. allowing you during that open period of the fifteenth to the seventh. Okay. To make those changes on the Medicare, that's the Part C. Got okay. It. So, it's a lot. Yeah. And one of the things we always try to tell people when they come in and we're doing the whole financial planning thing, and yeah, your assets are important, income planning is important, when you take Social Security is important, but the healthcare issue is even more important. Because what we're seeing more and more is I'm seeing a lot of people come into the office, Peter, and they're burnt out. They've been at their jobs for 20, 25 years, maybe even 30. 30, 40 years, yeah. But, but yeah. they're still young. They're still in their 60s. Yeah. And they want out. And Don't blame them. Yeah, but now 
they're not old enough to get onto oh, Medicare. Got it. So now it forces them to go out and look for regular health care insurance, which is the Affordable Health Care Act, which is a whole nother different beast that you have to research mm. and understand how that works. Now, that's not something we do in our office, but you want to find someone who specializes in that if you're going to try. I have people come in all the time say, Steve, I'm going to retire at 62. And I first say, I say, is you're going to look for another job or you're going to work part-time? Yeah, and I always say, listen, if you're going to do that, yeah. I highly recommend you find someone part-time who's going to pay you health insurance. Yeah, because if you take the hit at 62, you're losing. It, it could be a big number. Yeah. You're losing 8% a year anyway. Oh, if, yeah, if you take Social Security. If you take early. Social Security And most early. people don't want to take the Social Security I early. I wouldn't. No, they want to They want to just retire and get away from where they've Done. been for the last. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're burnt out. Yeah. They're burnt out. That makes sense. What I'm hearing, again, is whatever your lump sum is, let's say it's $2,000 a month, Social Security. Start backing out some of these costs, prescription costs and health costs and F costs and blah, blah, blah. And again, if this is taxable income, boom. So all of a sudden, your two grand may be, mm, I don't know, 1200 bucks, 1400 You don't yeah. know. Yeah. And now the light bill, the phone bill, the car insurance, the gas, the girl, all that stuff still goes on. It does. And so now I got to figure out if I'm spending three grand a month, now with social, I've only got 12. Where am I making up that difference? That, that, that difference. The gap. Yeah. And so. These are the things, what we're talking about right here, these are the things that we discuss and we actually put into the plan when a client comes in. So I show them, I, I build a, re, a retirement plan. Okay. And I show, okay, here are your income sources. Here's Social Security. So let me tell you what that number represents. I backed out the 135 yeah. and I'm taxing it. Right, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that's built into their plan, but it gives them a good perspective of, okay, well, that's only one resource of income. We have these other sources of income and everything I look at, We and, and on the other thing we also apply is inflation, okay? Yeah, yeah, Those are the three things. And then the other thing we do is we can actually put that income plan together for them, showing them their Social Security, the backouts for the Medicare, and show them what happens if, what if the market has a negative downturn the day I go to retire for the first, second, or third year? How does that affect me? Because it will affect oh, you. Yeah. It's called sequence risk. And we've yep, talked yep. about that. Yeah, we have. But we'll stick to, you know, just focusing right now on understanding the component of Medicare and how it plays into the retirement plan. Wow. Uh, Medicare, Medicaid, Part A, Part B, D you get, but F and pay. <sighs> There's a lot. And, and I can see if somebody said, I can do this. I can see somebody messing it up and then finding out afterwards, oh, I need to get, oh, it's not the enrollment period. Am I going to pay a penalty? What's yeah, going on? Yeah. I can see a lot of downside here. Well, the, and these are the discussions we have with the clients when they come in, even in their 50s, you know, we make them aware. And then when they actually get into the point of starting to look at the Medicare supplement plans, that's when they sit down with Deb. Deb focuses on that in our office. That's her thing. So, and she's really good at it. A whole lot better than me, I can tell you that. Okay. And she'll sit you down and walk you step through step of how it all works, what encompasses all the different parts of the plans. And earlier, you know, we talked about and you said Medicare, Medicaid. So right. I want to just delineate the difference Please between do. the two. Okay. So Medicaid. Cade. Yeah. Okay. You basically go on Medicaid. That's when you have to go assisted living, nursing home, 
okay, and you don't have the money to pay for it, you want to apply for Medicaid to pay for you to be in a assisted living nursing okay. home or okay. something like that, that's Medicaid. In order to go on to Medicaid, you have to be basically broke. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So that's where- So Medicare does not pay if I go into a- assisted living facility, retirement facility, nursing home. That doesn't pay for that. No. Medicaid. If you're broke, does. Okay. But I, so I can't be sitting on half a mil and no, then no. apply for Medicaid. No, they won't let you. Okay, got no, it. No, okay. No, no, no. So okay. people who think they're going to apply for Medicaid and have money, they're going to spend down. So, And that's part of the planning process When also. you say broke, are we talking like 10 grand, two grand? No, we're talking spend down to like 1000 1200 Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you have nothing. Okay. Okay. And so that means they come after all your money. Uh, I had someone in the office just uh, the other day, and we were talking, and he had a life insurance policy, and we were looking at it, and he had like maybe ten, fifteen thousand. 15000 I think it was $12,000 of cash value in the life insurance policy. He goes, well, I said, what's that for? And he goes, well, that's burial, and you know, if I die. I said, you know that if you go in the nursing home- That's gone. That cash value, yeah. and you don't have the money to pay for it, they're going to use that money. You yep. know that. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. So- you want wow. to understand wow. okay. in in the whole retirement plan all the different components, and we talk about these components on your show because right. it's not just one thing. Remember, I've always said I when I ask someone, "Do you have a retirement plan?" They all raise their hand and say, "Yeah, I have a four hundred one." But you're all about the baskets. And it, the well, I'm all, at our pots. Off, we we have a a fundamental holistic approach to retirement planning. It's about everything. Holistic approach. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. It's very new agey. Well, you have to look at it that way because the reality of it is there's so many different components to the retirement planning process. And as a fiduciary, it's my responsibility to educate the people on them. We don't necessarily offer all the things. For instance, the legal planning. You know, we have attorneys that we refer that to. I got it. Accounting. You know, all these components are part of the plan. So you want to find someone who can help you walk you through the process and look to the future and say, what happens if this happens? What happens if that happens? And granted, there's no perfect plan, but what we try to do is look at what that person's trying to solve for and go out and find what the best solutions are and best strategies and put them together in their retirement plan. Okay, now let me ask a question. Somebody's 65, uh, they go in, they apply for social security, they automatically get part A. Well, they're gonna they're gonna apply for Medicare, not Social Security. Oh, two di- two different. Okay, Medicare. Correct. They're, they're gonna apply for it. They get Part A. Yes. Okay, and they're still working. They're covered by an insurance plan uh, by their employer. They wouldn't take Part B, would they? No. Well, and if they they're if not they did, ta- why would you? They're they're not gonna take Part A either. If they're still covered by the um, the employer, yeah, they're just gonna notify the Social Security office and Medicare that. They've turned of age, okay. But they're they're continuing to work, and they're on their employee's health plan, so they're not even gonna. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, now, I'm, I'm thinking if somebody said, "Oh, I want Part B, the healthcare part," but you've already covered by a health insurance policy, a health insurance plan. Why would you want that? And to me, that's just spending money. Correct. Okay. You, you're not gonna okay. do that. Okay. And, and some companies will look at you when you turn 65 and throw plans together that say, hey, you go on and go get a Medicare supplement plan, we'll help you pay for that because it's cheaper than their normal. Oh, I would think it would be, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so so you have to understand what your employer's health plan is and what it covers 
and incorporate that into your planning process. So go to the HR people and yeah. say, "Hey, what? Yeah, what, what's going on?" And, and they, they they all they they all know what's going on. They they have to know what you know all these different components are for their employees. Wow. So just make sure you do your due diligence. Make sure you educate yourself, and that's really what Deb's there for. She'll walk you through and explain all the different plans, what they cover, and you know try to fit the best plan that fits your strategy for your retirement what are you going to be doing in retirement if you're going to be just sitting around doing gardening work and not traveling yeah you know the the uh, advantage care plans are probably the best path to go by but deb will help you walk you through that and let you understand what the different plans are and how they work okay so we don't care about medicaid at this point. At this point, we're talking Medicare. Correct. Part A, Part B, Part C. And Part D. And Part D, the drug plan and, and uh, the co-insurance costs. And, and there's, yeah. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. And, and so don't get discouraged. Just find, you know. Call Deb. Call Deb. That's what I tell people to do. Yeah, call I mean, Deb. I have clients that I sit with all the time and they start talking to me and I, I know enough to be dangerous. And Steve gets his glazed look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I, I mean, I, I know enough, but yeah. I don't, Deb knows the details. And that's where, that's the most important thing. You've been listening to the Your Healthy Retirement Podcast with Steve Davis of Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions about what you've heard today or have a financial and retirement planning question of your own, don't hesitate to reach out. Give a call to 888-333-3818. That's 888-333-3818 or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Your Healthy Retirement and subscribe. That way you'll never miss a show. Also, be sure to catch Steve live every Thursday morning at 7.30 in the Concord area on 107.7 The Pulse. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents.